everybody. Welcome to the Think Different Podcast, episode 45. And we want to thank you once again for joining us for another week here at the Think Different Podcast, along with me and my partner, Mr. Frank Funk. Frank. Hey, what's up, Will? How you doing today? Yeah, you know, we talked about it in the episode, how I already feel. So we wanted to start off this episode, and I've including the music this episode, because this is kind of a sad week. Unfortunately, uh, you know, this week I... Uh, actually, just as the day of recording this podcast, I had to put my cat down, my cat Buka. It's uh, really hard to lose a pet. Uh, I'm 20 years old is an amazing amount of life for a cat. That is very rare and to have a cat that long. And it, he has an amazing story because my wife found him before we even met each other. And the cat was, she saw the cat thrown off the Verizena Bridge. And she saw it get thrown. They were trying to throw him in the water, but they missed. She stopped the car and picked wow. him up and was going to take him to the nearest vet, which they did just to make sure he was okay. And she ended up taking him home. And this was about when he was about uh, seven did she get the, uh, months old. Did she, yeah, uh, was did a, she get the license plate or anything and report to people? No. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you know, that bridge, you can't stop that. You can't really stop yeah. on that bridge. There's nowhere to walk on that bridge. So she took a big risk just by getting out of the car. <laughs> you know, yeah, New yeah. York traffic is not exactly a, a great place to stop your car in front of on a bridge. Unless it was, I think it was slow traffic though at the time. And so she picked him up and, you know, he was an amazing cat. 20 years old is a, almost, is a long time. He was uh, special. Like, I would play Xbox, and he would like to just sit on my lap while I'm playing Xbox. He just knows because I have that controller in my hand, <laughs> and he just wants to just hang out with me while I'm doing it. Yeah. And he had that special, like, meow every time he wanted, like, something in particular. Uh, it just sucks. Um, he had a heart issue if we feel like that's where the problem is. And shout out to the doctor who didn't, like, throw us any extra tests to just try to prove it. He just told us, and it was kind of obvious so this episode goes out to my cat Buka uh, who I miss dearly and I'm going to have a whiskey uh, to get through it well but this episode you know sometimes you know just getting away from it like even like today when I had dinner I just watch like Impractical Jokers because somehow it gets you laughing you know right because that's such a great show and you know the podcast is kind of like my outlet to Get away from what's going on in the world and give myself 30 minutes just to talk to a good friend and just to talk about Apple shit. Uh, have you seen what's going on, man? They have Apple, rumor is, the Apple glasses. Yeah, that was a big thing. So there's this guy named John Prosser who gets like these amount of resources that are just amazing. And he was able to get like all these amazing details about these glasses and what they're, sounds like what they were going to do. So the rumor was that this event in June was likely going to be the time frame they were going to talk about them. And they ended up, I guess they're going to switch that because of obviously with COVID as the one more thing. But one thing you will, you know about Apple is they, when they have like a big, big product coming out, they announce it beforehand and then it comes out months later. That's how they usually right, do right, it for exactly. something like this. One of the things they're talking about with this is that there's going to be no projector components which means that there's no cameras in it right which is, which is a privacy reason why they're doing that obviously yes yeah, so it'd, it'd be interesting and then how they're going to start using qr codes on products to 
to show things. And the rumor, this was the biggest rumor, that this might be a $4.99 cost. And then, of course, I think there's going to be prescription lenses as an additional fee, which right, Apple exactly. has to prescribe for you. So now you're forced to go to one person. And now I don't have glasses. So, Frank, this was a perfect question for you because you've been wearing glasses since 1940. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I had to ask, like, what are your thoughts? Would you switch your prescription glasses over to Apple glasses and that what kind of support you think you would get for that well first of all i'm sure you would have to go to uh, your uh your eye doctor and just like i do now he writes a prescription and i take it to another guy to get frames and and the lenses and the prescription filled so and he doesn't really do it he sends his measurements out to whatever company does the lenses for him and puts them in the frames so to me, it's no different than that. Um, so I would have to say, uh, of course, I'm going to sound like a fanboy here, but yeah, uh, here based on all of the, what Apple has done, I wouldn't have any problem doing it. Um, but what is neat now is one of the things I thought is that they're going to have, or the rumor is that they're going to have a special edition of the Steve Jobs glasses yes. so that they're going to be the round, frameless, uh, just like Steve used to wear. So, um, you know, there was that song, Just Like Jagger. I got moves like Jagger. So now maybe they'll have a song. It'll be, uh, I'll have glasses like Steve, just like oh Steve. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even transition out of that, Frank, at all. You didn't set I me thought up it was pretty cool, that. right? Now, <laughs> Now, for someone who doesn't wear glasses except when the sun's out, it's kind of hard for me to put that on my face. Now, I've been wearing watches are out of the way. It doesn't affect your vision. Now, obviously, a clear glasses would make sense for me because I – but that would look – how weird would that look that I'm wearing a clear pair of glasses? People are like, why come you have no lenses in there? Oh, it's because I – you know, I have my I have my artificial intelligence in my, in my in, on the left side here. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. I don't know if I can adapt to. Well, that. I think they'll have lenses in them. They just won't be prescription. But I don't need. But, but I don't need to wear glasses. And not to mention, I don't want to wear glasses. You know, I no offense, Frank. You know, but well, I, I I don't want to have those creases in my in my eyes. Will Will, trust me, Frank. Someday you're going to wear glasses. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So until the day comes, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Apple glasses free. Although I probably would buy them just to try them out. And then I, mean, I, I would like to see what the augmented reality is, um, what applications they're going to really uh, utilize them in. You well, that's know, why. But that's but that's why they release it so early so that all these people can get on board, like they did with the Apple Watch. But if you learn from the Apple Watch. Or the iPad or the iPhone, getting the first model sometimes is not the best idea. Right, right. Well, you know what this also reminded me of. Do you remember there used to be a uh, an IBM commercial where uh, the guy was sitting uh, on a fountain somewhere in Italy? It's what it looked like, and all he has is on are these glasses, and he's watching all the stocks and everything. He's going sell, sell, and the pigeons fly up and fly away. 
That's what this kind of reminds me of. They'll probably do something like that in an advertisement. Uh, but I, I'm excited about it. I, I would definitely stand in line to give them a shot. Well, hopefully we don't have to stand in line because that's a big problem right now when it comes to <laughs> going to an Apple store and standing in some lines. Speaking of standing in lines, the Apple iOS 13.5 was released. Yes. Did you download it yet? Of course I did. I downloaded it. I have it installed. Now I let's talk it. about some of the main features. Let's talk about first the features that came out in that, and let's talk about some of the problems that have actually occurred. So this is very educational for you if you're thinking about upgrading or if you haven't done it yet. The biggest thing was the Face ID and the passcode. Now, today, I tested that out because I went out to the vet, obviously, with my story, and you know, when I unlocked it, typically, it would shake, go back to the unlock, you have to hit it again, and then right, you have to put right. the passcode in. Well, yep. now, when you swipe up once, right away, the passcode was up there right away when it was wrong, and I put it right in. I was like, wow, that is so much better uh, than what it was. So, definitely the mass thing, definitely a positive, because you're going to be dealing with that for probably months, yes. uh, dealing with a face mask on when you're out there. Yep. So very helpful. Also was the exposure notification API, which is going to help tracing apps. This is the feature that allowed Google and Apple to work together to come out with these features. And they use Bluetooth to allow you to know who you've been in contact with. And it's also to help them prevent the spread of the COVID-19. Uh, this is an optional thing to be a part of, which I will be a part of it. Uh, to so that way I know if someone had COVID and I don't know who they are, uh, there might be a notification that I, I would get to know about that. Right. Because God people be honest. Is there a particular app that you have to download for that? Or no, is it it's just a, part of the operating system. It's part of the operating system. You just have to sign up. Now, technically, there's no third-party API that supports it yet. It's not officially up and running. Another thing is the health ID or the medical ID to be shared on the lock screen. So that one, I think, is very valuable. It's, that's very useful. That is yeah. very, very useful. Now, I just looked today. I did not set up my emergency contacts. So today, when you go into your phone, go into the health app, go to the medical ID, and if you don't have your three people as your emergency contact, I recommend you set that up immediately. Because uh, I realized today on my phone, that's something I didn't, care. I didn't restore from a backup because my backup was all messed up. And that feature I just set back up. So make sure you do that. And then, of course, the big one, which is the most annoying thing in the world, that stupid size aut automation with group FaceTime calls. Uh, well, wait, uh, before you go on to that one, I want to talk about that medical ID. Yeah. One of the things that or a couple of things that uh, I always recommend people put in there. It's not just your your emergency contacts. In my particular case, um, if you have some disability like i have uh, i'm a type 2 diabetic put that in there you can also list all of the medications you're taking in there yes yep um your blood type of course your weight and your height um all of that information now in the event of an emergency when someone tries to open your phone all they do is on, on the lower left-hand side, they'll hit emergency, and then that information will come right up. It's not like somebody has to log into your phone to get it. Um, so it's it's very useful. Very useful. Oh, absolutely. The medical and idea, I, would, I think everybody should be setting that up. Yep. 
it just helps. It just helps. It just helps everything be easier for everybody. That that's all. And you don't want to be put in that situation where you maybe you could have had some extra information that could help somebody. You know, it doesn't kill you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's it's all part of these devices. Whether it's whether it's an iPhone or um, you know uh, a, a Samsung or whatever. The more information you can put on there about yourself is only, in some cases, going to end up saving your life in the case of an emergency. So, um, and it's it's in one device. It's not like you have to have a separate bracelet to say, well, I'm a I'm an epileptic or I'm a diabetic or, you know, it's all in one device. It's very very useful. So I would uh, highly I encourage a lot of people anybody. Don't even, and I guarantee a lot of people don't even know that it even exists. Yeah. Well, I, that that's true, but that's one of the things that that um, at least I used to talk about in the basic iPhone classes, because um, I, I seem to get a lot of uh, the age group of my age, and you know, uh, I felt they should be concerned with that. So it's something I just like to pass on. There you go, Mr. Frank Fogg is trying to save old people's lives during these <laughs> workshop sessions. There you go. And right away, I turned on the automatic prominence in the group FaceTime. I turned that off right away. That was just yeah. one feature that doesn't work. I'm sorry, Apple. Get You should just get rid of it. Don't even bother making it an option. Just turn it off. You yeah. know, it, it doesn't work. So, so, Will, why don't you tell folks how do you do that? You go into your FaceTime app? Yeah, because uh, not even the app. You go to the settings inside of FaceTime. You will see a speech uh, feature called automatic prominence, and it'll say the word speaking, and you just turn the switch off, and that will disable the pop-ups that occur every time you're talking to somebody. And Frank's doing that right now because I know he hates it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking, right? During group FaceTime calls. There you the go. The title of the per- So just turn that off. Turn that off, yep. Let's talk about some of the issues that happen because, of course, there's always some problems. One of the biggest ones that has been kind of popping up is people are having a hard time updating their apps or sharing apps. It seems like they're having some stability issues and that the only way to resolve it is delete the app and re-downloading it. But it's becoming a big problem. It seems like it's related to family sharing, actually, for some Hmm. reason. Well, I, I know that in the past that I've run across that more than in in one than just this version. In previous versions, um, that's happened to people. A lot of times, the manufacturer of the app um, doesn't upgrade it to be compatible with the latest version. So it may be a combination of two things. Well, my biggest fear when it comes to these updates, sometimes it takes a while to figure them out. Like we had the Exchange one. When we were working at, when iOS 13 came out, there was a humongous update where Exchange was doing like duplicate sent items only if you sent them from your phone. Uh, the mail wasn't refreshing all the time. It was really bad. This was months. And yeah. I talked to Apple Enterprise about it. Like I went that, I got to go that far with it. And they had certain updates that were going to fix it, but you're talking months of people in a in a multi billion dollar company that can't get their emails, you know, and you're you're forced to go to a different app to to look at it. So that that was the only option. I couldn't help anybody with that. Hmm. So that that's one of the biggest things. And of course, uh, as we all know, a jailbreak tool was 
developed, and now it's around. So eventually we're going to get a 13.5.1 uh, update to block the jailbreak uh, that has now been already released for it. Do people still do that, that jailbreaking? I don't know why someone would do that. I tried it. I tried it once, and it was not worth it. There's just nothing about it that just makes me want to go crazy for it. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't get it. But since there wasn't too much news today, we wanted to end today with some of the top some topic we've already done. Now it is called the good and the bad. So we wanted to look at different Apple stores and wanted to discuss reviews left by people on Yelp and Google, and we're going to provide the feedback on that. And if we think that the customer was, you know, great or crappy. So, well, before we get into those, Will, why don't you explain the grading system that Apple has for the creatives and the geniuses? Yep. Well, that goes for anybody, too. Even specialists right, have that. Right. When it comes to Apple, Apple has two main things. They have a promoter and they have a detractor. Now, there is a middle option of that. And they score the rating system was like a one to five system, five being uh, the promoter. Anything below a three and below was considered a detractor. Right. And, they ha and then when customers get your reviews, when you guys get your reviews, you have it from 10 to one. 10 being the best, 9 to 8, I believe, will be neutral. Anything under that would be automatically a detractor, no matter what, especially the overall right. rating. So we're using Yelp and Google, which, of course, use a 1 to 5 star rating. And we wanted to choose two good ones and two bad ones because we got to be fair. I know people just want to hear the bad ones, but we will talk about the good ones first. So, Frank, <laughs> do you, I'm going to do the – you do the good one uh, since right. you're in a good mood today. All right, we're going to do the Florida guy. Yeah, the Florida this is, guy. This is, this is from uh, a store in Florida in a mall. It's called the Florida uh, Mall. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? The Florida yes. Mall? I had the wow. actual name of the store there. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Apple. It's in Florida. It's a mall. And the per should I name the person? Yeah, you don't have, you don't have, it's up to you. All right, this is, well, we'll just say it's from Mike. So Mike, uh, this is, says in his comments, when we got to this place, it was packed. I'm assuming it's supposed to be packed. <laughs> That's and the other reason why like I copy we were and paste never it. going uh, to get help. My wife's screen broke on her iPhone and it needed to be replaced. Thankfully, somebody was able to help us and we were in and out of there quicker than I thought it was going to be. Thanks for the help, guys. Um, now, that review, by the way, was taken one week ago. So that means that during the pandemic, this happened. Hmm. At least when he wrote it. So I don't yeah. know if he really was there during it, but sounds like he was there. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I think this is indicative of the fact that a lot of people still don't know the procedure uh, and don't know what to expect when they get to the Apple store. Um, they pretty much think it's it's just like when they grow, go to the grocery store and they go to the deli counter and uh, they say, hey, you know, they can squeeze in and say, I want, I want a half a pound of this and a half a pound of that. But the process here in the Apple store is just like a doctor. You make an appointment and you come in at your time. And then even though it's crowded and, and the store is really broken up into three sections, you have the geniuses at the back. The creatives are kind of 
just in front of them in what they call the family room. And then in the front of the store, you have all the specialists. Now, you may have specialists that are standing around looking to talk to somebody about a product. So when a customer comes in for a repair, or in this case, a screen, they may see those people standing there and say, these people are just standing around shooting the shit. When, in fact, it's not really their responsibility to uh, fix a phone. And you really wouldn't want most of those individuals to fix the phone because that's not their area of expertise. And whose fault is that, though, that they don't know that? Well... Would you blame Apple for not making it clear? Or would you blame someone who's in the front of the store not educating the journey how an Apple store works? I, I think it's kind of both. Um, I, I think Apple can help by promoting the process, having commercials where someone comes in and the person at the front of the store finds out what the issue is and starts them on their journey. I think they should do some sort of advertising that indicates that. Okay? Um, so so I think it's a combination. But I think I, I'm always surprised that people just don't understand the process because, I don't know, I go into an Apple store no matter where I go. So um, I guess people just don't go in there unless they have a problem. And I'm hoping one day that changes to where Apple sees that and back when we first started you remember the concierge right it was a computer that was sitting in the middle of the store right when you walked in and those team members specifically guide you to the right person in the store that is what their role was and that's the only thing they really did yep was to guide how now i don't know why apple got rid of that but i don't think they just wanted a computer in the middle of the store with a with a with a and by the way, this, the concierge system we use was actually the name of the software that we used as well. And we still do to this day. And it's amazing how that was a front-facing system. Like, this is a background at a website that yeah. was showing right in the front. And we were checking them in. Of course, now with iPads, that, that there was no need for that. And I still think those people should still exist. I think concierge was a perfect system to where they know how to guide people in the store. And I'm, and I'm sorry to say, not everyone from a specialist is going to have a one way of doing it, and a, and a family room person is going to have another way of doing it. So that's what I think. But the good thing about this review is that this guy was happy at the end of the day. Even though he wasn't, it felt like he wasn't guided the right way, the repair got done. They did it quickly, which, you know, I think there's a new system where they're tracking times. Right. To know when the repairs are done perfectly instead of just guessing the time yeah. is helping that out, and then the day got a fix. So that's not a bad. That's not a. That's not a bad deal. Now let's talk thing. about. Let's talk about a bad one. Now this is from the Apple Fashion Fair from Muhammad, and he says very rude employees. As much as their manager Scott, that's what he told me his name is. Appointment were at two forty five, and I arrived at the store around two sixteen p.m. Requested to be attended a little earlier because I was early and had to go pick up my kids from school. But I was told, no, I have to make an appointment. I can't be seen 15 minutes early. It just makes me angry. Store was not busy at all, and there were more employees and customers, and most of them were standing and chatting, including their manager, and telling me they were busy with a BS on my face. The Apple Store is making Apple 
brand looked terrible in customer services. Someone have to do uncover audit to the store. Okay, that's a little crazy. All right. So that part of the end, I will not disagree with, but I could see why he's not happy with that. And again, Frank, this goes back to the first review. And this is why I like how these right. tie in. If you don't explain it, right. how are they supposed to know? Right, right. Yeah. And I hate and I hate the doctor comparison because no one likes going to a doctor. I don't know unless you do. God bless you, but no one wants to go to a doctor. Right. And the doctor analogy, I hate that. I almost like to say it as a auto mechanic is right. uh, was one I like to use, only because doctor just sounds terrible. I don't you know auto mechanic can be kind of like a little bit better, but no one wants to be there either. So right. it's like no matter way I, I could try to figure it out. It's like the only way I could think of it. Bottom line is, is that. I think the store could have checked. Now, 216 compared to 245, you're talking about a half hour difference. Typically, we were told 15 minutes is like the earliest you can check in for the appointment. The other reason why we don't check in people in early is that he's going to be skipped. Because people, if people have appointments at 1230 and he's sitting back on the bar and he's being skipped, he's going to look at that as a problem. Yes. So that's why we need to explain, say, hey, you have an option. I could check you in now. However, there are going to be people that have been taken ahead of you or two. You can come back in around this time, and I could check you in a little early where you might be seen. And explaining that, I very clearly don't think that was explained to him. Yeah. Uh, so I get yeah. his frustration. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and again, I, I definitely think that if he spoke to a manager... Uh, so, it's certainly something the manager should have explained the process to him. Right. And that's where my problem is that, And this is why I liked being in the front of the store because of my 10-year experience. I know how it works to better than anybody else that worked in that store, which is why even though I was a genius technician, I wish there was a role called concierge where I would just stay up there all day and, un- and make sure I know how to understand how... The store works. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is, Will, um, if, you, if you did end up checking somebody in early um, and they started wandering around the store. Yes. That's a yes. Th- that's another problem. That's another thing someone does. Exactly. Because the techs, the geniuses, are looking for that person in the genius bar area. Yep. Not they don't they don't put your name up on the board or they don't announce your name over the loudspeaker. It's, you know, there's a description in the concierge app, and that's what they look for, whether it's you're wearing a plaid shirt, uh, a hat, uh, you know, blue jeans or whatever it may be. That's what they look for. Uh, they don't they don't call your name out. So, again, I can understand why this guy was upset. I think the team did a terrible job explaining how the store works or if they did. He obviously didn't get that message very clearly. Uh, to it, and maybe he wouldn't have wrote even a review at all if he was done correct. If it was done at a, at a correct level, so let's talk about the next one. Now, this one is a personal attachment because oh, we yeah. did this from a different this. store. This one is from so, uh, mm-hmm. Far Away Quaker Bridge Store in <laughs> in, in uh, Princeton, New Jersey, as they like to say. It's not really. And I like the name of the guy. Na- the guy's name is Departed, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he must have uh, wrote this before he departed. Yeah. So, here we go. Went in today to get some things cleaned up that were slowing my MacBook down. 
the level of professionalism, knowledge, and friendliness blew me away. Other places I go to brush off and, or ignored. Total A-plus team there. Most importantly, they fixed my problem very fast, and it's running like when I first got it. Well, I don't know what to say about that, but other than yeah. kudos. That I was, mean, that's uh, a promoter right there. Yeah. That must have so, been a Zuber promoter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a guy that works at the that used to work at that store who is like one of my best Apple friends. Uh, other than Frank, of course, and Tim. But forget Tim because <laughs> Tim went down the list because he decided to quit. So, oh, yeah, we don't speak of that guy anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, th this is uh, pretty clear. You know, obviously the person did a good job explaining the issue, resolving it. And look at that. That's the kind of review you want to see. Yeah. Now well, let's talk about. Yeah, well, before you go into the last one, I, I, some of the things that, that I know you used to do, Will, you would you would uh, analyze someone's machine, and um, you you would always give them at least two options of things that you could do or that they could do, um, whether they wanted to leave it there, not leave it there, or so on and so forth. Maybe you can explain a little bit about uh, how you were in most cases, able to give them multiple options. Well, I think options, all options are doing is giving the customer the choice. Right. If you're giving them one option, most of the time, and that's like, that's like, I have to give a good comparison. So, dealing with my current situation, the doctor that I talked to today said you had two options. Put them down now or you could take them home, but you need to bring them back. It's weird because today's my situation today with my cat reminded me of the, of an Apple experience where he was able to say, listen, here's what I really think you have to do, but here's your option of what you can do. You have the option to do whatever you want to do. And that is, you know, first off, a doctor that cares. Um, right. And two, it shows that he's letting, hey, you're the user. You decide what you want to do best. I'm just here to give you my advice on what you should do. And I don't like leaving computers in an Apple store. I think leaving the product out of a customer's hands is one of the worst decisions you can make because they need it for some reason. They need it to be able to work. They need to be able to have personal connections with people because we hate to say it. We rely on this stupid little phone all the time or this Mac all the time. My Mac is my business because I have Final Cut Pro and I edit my weddings on here. So I can't be without this for so long. You know, and that's why you have to try to get everything you can. But I hate to say it, you can't get it done in 15 minutes sometimes. Yes. You know, it's a, yeah. So if, if you give options, say, hey, do this, do this, do this. And if you still have a problem, come back and then we'll have to look into it further. But they have, the, you know, my job is to give them A to B to C and then D is repair or yes. D is to send it out. And even sometimes when I sent it out, I said, hey, I'm going to do this. I can't guarantee it's going to go away. Right. You know, they may replace something on there. They may erase it, whatever they might do. But the reality is I can't guarantee this is going to go away unless you try A, B, and C. Yep. So th that's the option I'm talking about is giving them, you know, the power. And this is where, and that comes from our training as a technician, as a as a one to one trainer, as a creative. Yeah. yeah. You know, geniuses didn't learn that. You know, that's one thing. If there was one thing on the team that I gave, it was that bit of knowledge. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about the final review that we have today from the Apple Store Fifth Avenue 
So it, this one had the most reviews. Over 10,000 reviews were on this store. Horrible service. It, oh, this is from Angela, by the way. Horrible service. They didn't care about my problem and blamed the problem on me. I went in again to fix my battery drainage problem because of the technician I had two days ago told me that if there was a problem to come to the store again and they would have another solution for me. This time, the check-in person was rude and said that it was my fault for using my phone too much when I only used it to listen to music and also told me my battery dies in four to five hours, but they said that because I use it intensely, I barely have anything on my phone. Very unsatisfied. Some technicians are nice, but today I met two that were very impatient and rude. They just blamed the problem on me before I got my battery change. Before I got a battery change. I could probably use it for a day, but ever since I changed the batteries, it would only I would only use it for three hours. The second time I went in, they changed it and now it lasts four to five hours, but it's still not but still not much, so I went in with the technician. I'm going to probably cut that last part out. Yeah. So, I am curious what the last technician wrote in for the notes that the next person who saw that took it oh, a different way. So, because it sounds like they had a good experience the first time. Right. They're back. If someone came back twice... I'm not going to send them home again to come back. I'm sorry. Right, right. There's no way I'm going to do that. Right. And that's probably the biggest mistake I think most technicians would make. Obviously, they were not changing the battery or the phone at all, and it seems like they were blaming it on her usage. Right. Now, there is a lot of great data in here for us to use. I mean, honestly, the data that you see is the same data that we kind of grab. The only thing that we grab is we, we see the pattern a little bit more clear. Um, unless they changed something since we've been there, but yeah, that was uh, that's a pretty bad review, and I think that yeah, I, I don't know what the solution is. I think this one would kind of we need to see the notes to get a clear a definition of what the first person wrote yeah. on there. But but wouldn't you wouldn't you have looked at that as the when the person came in? I guess the third time, right? Just say okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna swap the phone app. I'd have to know what she did the first time. Right, right. Did she, like, wipe the phone clean and go back to factory settings? Did she restore from a backup? Did we just tell her to stop using apps? Did we turn off cellular data on some product? You know, like, these are all the different questions I would be asking. And, and that's something I would need to see the phone for. But clearly, they didn't fix her problem. Yeah. And, well, like I said, you never want someone to come back multiple times. It is just a bad experience. Unless you have the iPhone 6 Plus where your screen kept freezing all the time. Which most, I don't know if you remember this, but there was one customer that came back almost every three months and <laughs> before her 90-day warranty expired, and she I had to change her phone again. And I literally changed yeah. so many times that we had to upgrade her to a success wow. for free. One of the things that kind of related to this is that, and to your point, there's so many things going on that sometimes you need to have the customer kind of back up and take another look. Now, my wife, on her phone, her phone will drop calls in my living room. And my phone is fine. Not one problem. And I suspect that there's some software that is causing that issue. And I've told her I would erase everything on the phone 
and then, you know, reinstall it, but I would not bring it back from a backup. I would then go to the store and just download the apps that she wants on the phone. Um, now, and she just doesn't doesn't want to do that. Um, but oh. that's you know again that's the option. I said, well, if you don't want to do that, then you got to live with it. Yep. So so when she gets a that's, call, and that's a and great honest answer, room, though, isn't it? She, what's that? That's a great honest answer. Yeah, I I, I mean. If I was having the same issue in the same place, I'd say, well, okay, there's there's either something wrong with the reception in our house or whatever. But that's not the case. So she has to get she gets up and she'll go into the kitchen or out into the garage. And I I still think it has something to do. Now when we get the new phones, I'm hoping that I can convince her not to do not to restore it from a backup, mm -hmm. but just to log in and just download the apps that she wants. Yep. And my volume, like a perfect example, my volume wasn't going past 70% on my phone or my watch or anywhere. And that was annoying because, of course, I kind of like my volume at 100%. And it was just like to the point where I was like, when I get my new phone, I didn't restore from the backup. So I tried to organize as best I could. And it worked. And, of course, anytime I restore from a backup, it didn't work. Face it, people. Restoring from the backup brings a problem over from a previous backup. It happens right. on Macs. It happens on phones. The backup just, unfortunately, is no way to get around that. So well, sometimes you just got to start over from scratch. Yeah. And it, God forbid you take an extra couple of minutes and organize your damn stuff where you want to put it. Right. It, it's like if your backup is corrupt, it, I mean, it's backing up your phone. If your phone is corrupted from a software issue, then when you restore from that backup it's going to bring back the same problem right and and who knows for this person's issue what that was related to but i feel like the notes from the first person may not have been clear yeah. for them to to think the way they're doing it and blaming the customer i mean there's times i blame the customer but i have data to back that up you know well, if i mean that may be true but there's no there's still no excuse for being uh impatient and rude right I agree. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah. right. So, so this one, I, I these these two, I signed on the customers on all the bad ones I picked today. I looked at them. I was like, you know what? The customers are probably right. I really think that their view of it is right. And, I, and there's been others where I where I've been I think it's stupid, but these two I don't. And well, you know, I, I, the majority of the ones that that I've seen in in both Freehold and uh, Quaker Bridge, um, a lot of the times. The manager would come in, and they would always, at least the, what I remember, they would always end up trying to give the customer whatever they could to satisfy them. You know, it's not to say that they always got everything they wanted, but they would always try to uh, help them out as best they could. And most of the time, the managers back up the technician. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, we thought, uh, speaking of stupid, we thought we'd end today with one of the stupid things I've ever seen. And that is Anchor launches a $100 24-karat gold-plated USB-C to lightning cable. That's right. For some reason, if you need to show off your lightning cable, Anchor came out with a special gold design, yet bold, elegant, uh, gold-plated cable heads that match the braid gold and black cable. Now, it looks nice. I will say that. 
but who in the hell is going to buy this? Yep. You know, it's it's a six foot long cable with the gold on the end of it that costs you one hundred dollars, but it ships with a gift box, travel pouch, welcome guy, and a lifetime warranty. Well, at least you get the lifetime warranty. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. As long as we still keep making US lightning cable uh, ports, <laughs> yeah, until, then we're uh, still good. Till next till, year. Till iPhone yeah. <laughs> 13. Yeah, when you get rid yeah. of the lightning ports. <laughs> so, yeah, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. And, and it's $100 on Amazon, plus tax. So, yeah. And uh, shipping. Frank, your thoughts? Yes. On the cable? Yeah, uh, you're now, the one that brought it up to me. I I have to say that's that's a thumbs down. I you know, unless unless you've uh, really hit it big on the down market and have a lot of money to waste, then I say yeah, go ahead. It's not even a two foot cable. It's a six foot. It's a It's like really, really. Yeah. That's like the like who someone was paid millions of dollars. <laughs> to come up with this stupid idea. Maybe it was Angela. Oh, on that note, <laughs> let's hit the music. There it is, because we have to end this now, because Frank has probably gotten us banned on Apple forever. We want to thank you for joining us for the Think Different Podcast. Now, leave us a five-star review. We Just hit the five stars. Don't even leave a comment if you don't want to. Give us a five-star review anywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and please keep us growing. We are only five episodes away from Frank's age 30 years ago, 50, and we are almost there. Uh, so we are getting to the 50th episode just in time for June 22nd, which will be Apple's big launch. Uh, so make sure you hang out with us on Instagram, on our Facebook, and on our Twitter page. It's at ThinkDiffPod on Twitter and Think Different Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Frank, you have any closing words uh, for this week? Well, we'll see you again. Same time, same yeah. channel. Next week. That's right. And save that $100 for some toilet paper.